If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey everyone, this episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons. Support Switchcraft and my other content at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Janienberg reviewed the show. Uh, they said that uh, they stumbled on this podcast a few episodes ago. I have to say it's a breath of fresh air. Uh, boy, it's hard for me to even say the word breath without thinking breath of the wild. So that's interesting. Uh, anyway, back to the review. I will say it's probably my favorite Switch podcast yet. RJS is not afraid to call Nintendo out when they do something ridiculous, but also does not overly hate on the Switch for silly reasons. A well-balanced podcast on Switch news. Keep it up. I'll be listening. Well, you keep listening, and I'll keep talking. Um, big thanks go out to Janienberg. Hopefully I've... Janienberg. Hopefully I've said that right at some point today. Um, I really appreciate it. And uh, if you haven't reviewed the show, just make sure that you go on over to iTunes, uh, give us a review, uh, and we will... Or I will read it on the stream, so... Or on the podcast. Oh, my God. It's very early today. Uh, anyway, let's jump into the news. Let's start off the news today with a little calmness. Let's look at what happened with Pokemon. Nintendo announced that there was a Nintendo Direct featuring Pokemon. And everybody on the internet was like, it's going to be Pokemon Stars for the Switch. We're going to get a mainline Pokemon game on a home console. We've never had this before. And then everybody was very disappointed when it was Pokemon Tournament for the Switch. Well, everybody but me. I'm pretty excited for that game. So I want to make sure that you have this in, keep this, that feeling in mind when I tell you the next story. The next story is that Best Buy Canada has leaked and I'm putting big air quotes around that, uh, three games for the Switch. Super Smash Bros., Pikmin World, and Dragon Quest XI. All of these are Switch games, according to Best Buy. Um, My Nintendo News reached out to Best Buy Canada, and they actually said, well, no, this information is inaccurate. Now, a couple of people that I've spoken to said that this is just Best Buy doing Nintendo a favor, saying... We're sorry that we leaked that stuff. We're going to pretend that it's not real. There's a train going by behind me. We're going to pretend that it's not real, and uh, that way you can still surprise people at E3. Okay, that's a possibility, but here's another possibility. Another possibility is that it's simply a mistake, and they really aren't coming to the Switch anytime soon, and that Best Buy is simply correcting a mistake. Let's go back to January. We'll hop in our DeLoreans or our TARDIS. We'll hit the button, flip the switch, and we'll head back to January. Best Buy had listed uh, in, in their pricing database for Nintendo Switch $249.99 is the price. This was even corroborated by Toys R Us Canada. They had listed the switch at $199 US for one bundle and 249.99 for the second bundle. 
And if we look at what happened when they announced the price, everybody was saying it was too expensive. $300 for a tablet with the power of the Switch is pretty ridiculously good. Like, my iPad costs, I don't know, like $700, and you can get them much more expensive than that. I think that we we run into this issue where people, they they believe the rumors that come out, and then they're disappointed when the when what Nintendo announces doesn't live up to the rumors or the hype that has been running around unchecked on the internet. So is it possible that we're going to get Smash Brothers, Pikmin World, and Dragon Quest XI for the Switch? Probably. Will we get them this year? Probably not. And I don't think Best Buy Canada would have them listed if we weren't getting them this year. So my guess is that they just made somebody just made a mistake. And and honestly, I don't think that we're going to see these games at E3. If we do see them at E3, well, okay, let me let me rephrase that. I don't think that we're going to see these games released in 2017. I think that these are 2018 games, and I think that would be best for Nintendo because right now, and I'll probably talk about this multiple times in this episode, Nintendo has a lot of games coming out this year. The 2017 is packed. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of fun titles, one big title from Nintendo every single month, and a bunch of um, third-party stuff um, kind of propping that up. No no huge third-party stuff, but smaller third-party stuff from indie developers, and I'm fine with that. And I don't think that we need more than that. And some people are saying, some people would say, well, hold on now, Bill. You're saying that you want less games? No. But what I'm saying is I'm not possibly going to be able to play all of these games, at least not this year. If if all of these games come out at once, some of them are going to look like losers because more people are going to buy game X than will get, buy game Y. That's just the way it is. So Nintendo, they're going to want to hold off and not launch these games until next year because we need to, like right now, we don't know what is going on in 2018 for the Switch. It could be a year with nothing. I don't think Nintendo's doing that. I think that we're going to have some big stuff to play in 2018. But right now we've got so many good games coming for the rest of 2017. I think adding more to the pile would leave 2018 a little barren. So I think that what would be best for Nintendo and best for uh, Nintendo fans is for Nintendo to take the games like maybe Smash Brothers or Pikmin World or whatever other game that they're that you're looking at and take that and push it to 2018 and say let's polish this up some more so we can get yet another ridiculously well-reviewed game because right now many of the games that Nintendo is putting out for the Switch are getting fantastic reviews uh Arms just got like I think its average was like 8 and I don't put a lot of credit into um into numbered scores like I don't really care about that too much it kind of bothered me a little bit because there was a lot of people that were like it's an eight it's an eight why why is it only an eight only an eight is pretty good eight's pretty good if I used numbers in my scores I would say that eight is a fantastic game nine is an amazing game and ten is a masterpiece where where did it 
at some point, game review scores went from being either a 5 or a 10. And and no, I know a lot of people don't give out 10s, but um, people either absolutely love a game or they absolutely hate a game. And there doesn't seem to be any middle ground. And I think an 8 at 4 arms is a good score. And I've completely gone off on a tangent. I didn't mean to. So let's try and reel it back in and go right back to the main thing. Do I think these Best Buy Canada leaks are real? No, I don't. Or if they are, it's going to be for next year, not for this year. And if we do see anything from Smash Brothers, from Pikmin World, or from Dragon Quest Eleven, although Dragon Quest Eleven, that's a possibility, I think, because uh, that's not a Nintendo franchise. That's that's from Square. Uh, but if we see any of those games, I think that at E3, I think it will be them talking about, uh, look at what we've got coming up next year. And I think that's something that Nintendo really needs to do, although I know that they're, I, they've said that they're really focusing on uh, 2017 uh, stuff at E3 this year. So we'll see what happens. Just be chill. Don't expect the world because you don't want to end up disappointed. It looks like Nintendo is really getting into the competitive spirit. They have just made a new Twitter account. I don't know why. I, I don't know that this is news, but I just wanted to let you guys know if you're on Twitter, you're going to want to follow Nintendo Versus, which is at Nintendo VS, uh, where they're going to be tweeting about competitive games. And I think that this is great. I think that Nintendo focusing on this tells us a lot about what their plans are for the Switch and that they they might be ready to embrace esports. You know, we've got three tournaments uh, happening at E3. We've got the Splatoon 2 tournament. We've got the ARMS tournament. We've got the Pokémon tournament. tournament. <laughs> um, I think that we're going to be having a lot of fun with competitive games for the Switch in the future. It looks like Nintendo is doubling down on competitive games, which when you have a system that always has two controllers that's easy to do although i don't think you can do i don't think you can do one a single joy-con for splatoon 2 whereas the other two games it looks like you definitely can but but that's beside the point all right let's let's uh jump into e3 predictions i've kind of gone back and forth on what i was going to do for E3 predictions. I wasn't sure if I was even going to do one. I think I've shown in the past that, and I think everybody's shown in the past, that we clearly have no idea what Nintendo is thinking at any point in time. We're bad at predicting what they're going to do because they always surprise us. I wasn't sure if I was going to do an E3 predictions, and I just, I don't know, I just, this morning I decided to start writing down some ideas, and then I'm going to record them, so here we go. Um, We already know, let's start with what we already know. We know that they're going to be focusing heavily on stuff that we're supposed to be getting in 2017. That's what they announced when they showed us that they were going to be doing a Nintendo Direct. So we already know that. Uh, What else do we know? We know it's about 25 to 30 minutes. And then they're going to augment that with Treehouse stuff and then the tournaments. So what are we going to see this year? All right. Well, I think that we'll see Mario Odyssey. Uh, and I think like last year that, that where the uh, Nintendo Direct and Nintendo's E3 presentation overall very much focused on Zelda, 
I think that, well, I mean, it was only Zelda pretty much because they didn't have anything else. This one is going to focus very heavily on Mario Odyssey. Not as much as last year because they do have other things to show and other things to talk about. This year it's going to be lots and lots of Mario Odyssey uh, with some other stuff. And Speaking of other stuff, I think we're also going to have a heavy focus on Mario plus Rabbids. Although, actually, now that I think about it, you know, I wrote that down, but now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder if that's going to be at the Ubisoft presentation instead of in the Nintendo presentation, or will it be on both? That's interesting. I'm not sure. You know, a couple of years ago, I would have said that Nintendo would never let some other company announce a, a Mario game, or do... Nintendo would never go to somebody else's announcement, um, uh, somebody else's presentation to announce something. But they announced Super Mario Run at Apple's presentation. So I'm not sure where we're going to hear about Mario plus Rabbids. I mean, it's the Internet's worst kept secret. Everybody knows that this game is coming. So I'm not sure. Honestly, they almost shouldn't even say anything. I mean, just show some gameplay and move on. Let's let's talk. That's what I think we know. What don't we know? Well, is Nintendo going to sell us on their voice chat and their online service? They really need to... Right now, I think $20 a year is ridiculously cheap, and I don't mind paying that at all for voice chat and online um, for the Nintendo Switch. I think that's a good deal. It's one-third the price of PS Plus and Xbox Live Gold. Do I think that we're going to get any information about that at E3? I think that, I mean, they only have 30 minutes, but then again... Okay, so here's what I think. I don't think that they're going to show anything like that in the the actual Nintendo Direct. What I do think is that they'll probably dedicate some treehouse time to explaining how it works and answering some questions. Probably not like have Schmo in the red shirt standing there holding up their hand and saying, "Oh, how's this work and that." They'll probably have some uh, canned responses and they'll they'll probably. You know, what I would do if I were them is I would write questions and then answer them, basically. Uh, so, because they they don't want to, there's going to be questions that they don't want to answer yet. And so, they'll, they'll probably, they, they probably have a million questions that people have sent them. They'll cherry pick the ones that they want to answer. And they'll, hopefully, they'll tell us some more about voice chat and uh, the online and really sell it to us. Um, I think that we're gonna they're gonna show off some information in the direct about Zelda DLC as well as in the Treehouse um, th- that we're supposed to get this summer and that we're supposed to get this fall. I mean, a lot of people have already paid for it. I haven't yet. I'm going to. I'm sure. Um, but a lot of people have already paid for it, and they want to know what they bought. Right now, they bought it sight unseen. All they've got to show for it is a Switch T-shirt that Link wears and a couple of chests. Hopefully, we're going to get some information about that. Here's something that I would like to see, but I don't think that we will, and a lot of people have been clamoring for, and that's Rocket League on the Switch. And the reason why I don't think that we're going to get this, especially at, well, at least at this E3, um, is because Rocket League is made using Unreal Engine 3, and the Switch is supported by Unreal Engine 4. And I don't know how easily it is for... Um, uh, what is it, Psionics? I think it's Psionics to take their game that they made in in Unreal Engine three and upport it to Unreal Engine four. I'm not sure if that's an easy thing or a hard thing to do because I'm not a I'm not a game designer. But 
I would love to play Rocket League on the Switch. Um, it would be one of those games where you could play two players, split screen, no problem, because you don't need that many buttons. Uh, so that's that's just where I'm thinking landing on, on Rocket League. I do think that they're going to show off Super Mario Maker Deluxe, but it won't be for this year. It'll come out in 2018. I think that Super Mario Deluxe is a game that sold ridiculously well, so much so that they ported it to the 3DS. And, I mean, the the console has a touch screen, and they could easily... I mean, we've seen uh, games like Voice, which V-O-E-Z, that can only be played using the touch screen. I think that it, if Nintendo said, look, we've got Super Mario Maker, you can play it using the touchscreen to place items, or if you want, you can use the controls to place items. Uh, it's definitely harder to do that. We could use um, pointing in the right Joy-Con like they do in... Oh my god, what's the name of the game? Um, the one where you've got like little sludge balls of oil and you have to like build a tower. I can't remember the name of it. Let me pause and I'll look it up because I'm dumb. And I didn't even have to look it up. It's called World of Goo. As soon as I paused it, I remembered. So um, they have pointing controls in World of Goo. I think that pointing controls would work okay on Super Mario Maker. But the thing is, is that I... I don't have any numbers to back this up, but I would guess that only 10% of people who buy Super Mario Maker actually make levels. Everybody else just downloads levels and plays them. And I think it would be huge for Nintendo to say, look, we've got uh, Super Mario Deluxe coming in 2018 for the Switch. Um, I'm sorry, Super Mario Maker Deluxe. Are we going to see other del- uh, other Maker games? I'm not sure. What I would really like to see is a Zelda Maker um, and that that would be in the eight bit style, where you can um, build a room. Actually, would it? You know, I'm thinking about it. And how much variety could you really get out of building one of those eight bit rooms that are on one screen? I think that the, yeah, the sixteen bit. You know, build a sixteen bit uh, like dungeon for Link to go through, and then. When you beat that, it loads you into the next dungeon that it downloads. I think that would be really cool, and it would sell like crazy. It would sell really, really like crazy. Virtual Console, are they going to mention it? I don't know. I mean, they've already delayed it until 2018. And I know that some people are like, well, we already know it's coming. But we don't. We don't know it's coming because it feels like this Nintendo Classics uh, subscription thing is separate from the virtual console. You'll still be able to buy games from the virtual console. And what questions Nintendo needs to answer are, if I have already bought a game on your virtual console before, do I have to buy it again? Is there an upgrade fee like you've done in the past when you moved from the Wii to the Wii U? These are questions that people need answers for. People spent a lot of money on virtual console and they don't want to buy the games again. And I certainly don't want to buy the games again, and I don't think I will. So it's very important that they answer that virtual console question. Will they do it at, at, at E3? I don't know. With it being um, next year, I think maybe we'll just see an, another Nintendo Direct. The thing that people need to remember about Nintendo and E3 is Nintendo doesn't save up all of their news to talk about it all at once. They give us Nintendo Directs throughout the year, three, four, five of them. 
And so we're constantly getting information from Nintendo throughout the year. So they don't have to tell us everything that's happening at E3. A lot of other companies, they say nothing all year. And then at E3, they tell, tell us everything. Whereas Nintendo kind of just tells us stuff all year. So I don't think that we're going to see any virtual console stuff mentioned. Um, I could be wrong, but I think that they're going to probably wait until uh, probably September or, or probably September or or October before they actually talk about what's going on with virtual console, especially since it's been delayed to 2018. Animal Crossing. It's been a long time since New Leaf came out. I think that we're going to get some information about an Animal Crossing game uh, that's going to come out in 2018. Uh, the reason I think this is because my son got the Animal Crossing board game uh, for the Wii U. They already have these assets done. They have HD-looking Animal Crossing dudes. We've seen HD models and um, Animal Crossing-style stuff in Mario Kart. So they already have like this, this a lot of this work done. And my guess is that we are going to be seeing an Animal Crossing... 2018 it'll be announced maybe just uh like a a logo up on the screen or something like that i think that we're going to see animal crossing coming out in 2018 and it's going to have some kind of interaction with the mobile app i don't know what that is here's the big question will the animal crossing game have microtransactions i worry that it will i hope that it doesn't Hopefully they keep all the microtransactions away from the actual Switch game and have them only in... It's guaranteed to have microtransactions in the mobile game. Um, but in the Switch game, I hopefully, I honestly almost prefer that they keep these two games completely separate so that we don't have any microtransactions in the Switch game at all. But do you guys think that we're going to see an Animal Crossing game uh, for 2018? And do you think, if we do, that we'll hear about it at E3? I think so. Um, I hope I'm not wrong. I really want to play that again. Um, Xenoblade. I think Xenoblade 2 is going to get delayed. I think the game is probably in good shape to be finished on time. But again, if you look at Nintendo's calendar for the rest of the year, it's pretty full. And so maybe they'll just show us a cool trailer and they'll give us a date for early next year. I hope. Um, I didn't even put this in my show notes, but Fire Emblem Heroes is coming out later this year, I think. Now, we also have a Fire Emblem game coming out for the Switch, like a a mainline regular uh, Fire Emblem game. This would be, I believe, the first HD Fire Emblem game. Uh, I don't think they're going to show us anything about that until after they have launched Fire Emblem Heroes. You know, I don't think they want to confuse messaging. So once Fire Emblem Heroes comes out, then they'll probably start giving us a direct on the on the mainline Fire Emblem game that's coming out on the Switch. That's my guess anyway. So I, I, I think we'll probably see some Fire Emblem Heroes footage. Warriors, not Heroes. Fire Emblem Heroes is the mobile game. Fire Emblem Warriors is the uh, uh, Koya Tecmo um, Hyrule Warriors style game. And I think that we're going to see some footage of that. It'll probably be playable as well. Retro has been working on something for a while. A lot of people are saying it's a new Metroid. I don't think it's going to be. Metroid, in the past, Nintendo have said Metroid just doesn't sell very well. And they don't know what to do with it. 
So I don't think we're going to be seeing a new Metroid from Retro anytime soon. I, I would be very happy to find out that I'm wrong. The other series that they've been working on is Donkey Kong Country. Maybe we'll see Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze ported to the Switch. I don't care if it is. I won't buy it again. Uh, it's a good game, though. If you've played it, or if you haven't played it, you should check it out if you've got access to a Wii U. But I don't think that they're they're working on that either. I, I think that they're probably working on some new IP. They, they recently had hired a... Oh gosh, I can't, a music composer that tends to work on stuff. I can't remember the guy's name. This is why you should have a script. Um, I can't remember the guy's name uh, or the games that he's worked on. I think it was Deus Ex was one of them, but he tends to work on sci-fi music-y kind of stuff. And I think that if we were seeing Tropical Freeze stuff, we would see them hire not a different musical composer. Now, I say sci-fi stuff, and people are like, well, that would go perfectly with Metroid. But again... Metroid doesn't sell very well for Nintendo. I mean, we've got hard hardcore fans, but it just it it constantly has a downward trend. I don't think we're going to see anything from Metroid this year. So the retro game, whatever it's going to be, I'm actually kind of hoping for a new IP. Nintendo's been doing very well with these new IPs. We've got Splatoon, we've got Arms, and these new IPs they look great and they play really well and Nintendo shows that they don't have to keep going back to the same well it would be a shame if we never saw something from Metroid again and it has been a really long time since we've had a new Metroid game if you don't account if you don't count the um the one on the DS that everybody hates I've never played it but I think everybody hates it not because it's a bad game I think everybody hates it because it's not the game that they wanted Nintendo to make and that's not really fair so, uh, again, I haven't played it. I could be wrong. Maybe it's a terrible game. But I've heard it's actually pretty good. Okay, so let's talk about uh, the the third-party support. Are we going to see third-party support for the Switch? I don't think we're going to see... Well, and when I say third-party support, I'm not talking about indie developers. They've shown that they're on board for the Switch. I'm talking about the big names like Activision and stuff like that. I don't think we're going to see very much from them, and the reason why is I think that they've been playing a waiting game. They wanted to wait and see how the Switch did. Uh, they didn't expect it to do nearly as well as it did, and now that it now that it has done well, I don't think that they have time to start working on something to announce it at E3 for the Switch. And if we do get anything from the big third parties like the AAA developers, uh, if we get anything from them, I think it would just be a logo on a screen or any, or new games that they announce, they'll also put like a Switch logo on there as well. I don't think we're going to be getting very many big third-party titles on the Switch this year. 2018, maybe something different there, all right? Especially because Nintendo is now fully supported by uh, Unreal Engine 4, that makes it very much it makes it a lot easier for companies to port their stuff over um but they still have some work to do uh you know bringing uh making sure that it's optimized for the switch because the switch is not as powerful as the Xbox one or p s four definitely not as powerful as the Scorpio or the p s four pro and so I think that third party support is gonna look a little lackluster this year, probably a lot better next year. And that's mostly because the developers were a little gun shy. They they had many many developers on board for the launch of the Wii U. The, I think the Wii U had thirty four launch titles, which is crazy. And then nobody bought the system. Um, 
The Switch launched with much fewer titles, mostly because I think these third parties were like, we're going to wait and see. We don't want to get burned again. The last thing I I just kind of want to say is the SNES Classic Edition. I have no idea what to think about this. I don't know if it's coming. I don't know if it's not. I've heard from... I Actually, this is weird. This is weird for me to say. I've actually heard from someone that I know who knows someone. You know, my uncle works at Nintendo. That kind of thing. Nintendo had talked... uh, A Nintendo rep had talked to a guy who... Uh, works with Walmart. Not not like a guy who works at Walmart, but uh, I think a little higher up than that. And they had said that expect a an NES Classic style thing this, this winter. I don't know how reliable that is. There's been reports of the SNES Classic, but with Nintendo bringing out Virtual Console, I'm not sure about this. The The, the one thing that makes it a little more palatable I, I don't think that's the word i'm looking for is that when they talked about the uh classic games bundle that you get when you subscribe to their online service they said we're still considering whether or not super nintendo games will be part of that what if they're saying well we're just going to do that uh nes games and then the super nintendo games if you want to play those you can get like this uh the little the 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 snes classic that would be very interesting. I think that people would be very upset if uh, there's no way to play Super Nintendo games on the Switch because it's definitely powerful enough to do so. It's powerful enough to run N64 games. It's powerful enough to do GameCube games in emulation mode. At least I think it probably is. I think that we're going to be seeing... I think that... <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not going to come down one way or the other. I want you guys to write in. Let me know. Do you think we're going to be seeing an SNES Classic Edition uh, and if so, are they going to announce it at E3? And if they do announce it at E3, do you think that there will be enough in stores for people to actually locate them? I'm really interested to hear what you guys think about that. All right, that's all the time that we have for today. If there's a story I missed, let's, let me know. You can uh, send me a message on my Discord. That's runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. You can send an email, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can give us a a phone call. That's 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. You can shout at me on Twitter. That's at RUNJUMPSTOMP. And don't forget, I record, or I don't record. I I am also a Twitch streamer. And if you want to hang out and watch a live stream sometime, just head on over to twitch.tv slash RUNJUMPSTOMP. If you're looking for ways to support the show, either buying Doc Socks on my wife's Etsy page or signing up for the Patreon or just using the Amazon affiliate link, just head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash support for all of those things. Um, Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Okay, before you guys go, just real quick, this uh, I just I just saw this. 8-Bit Doe, which is a company that makes Bluetooth controllers, uh, they're famous for the Super Nintendo Bluetooth controllers that will work with the Switch. Um, they had posted a tweet. Um, it looks like it was yesterday, but I didn't notice it until just now. Uh, they said that we are excited to announce three new products at E3, at E3 this year. Visit us in South Hall booth number 2547. Now, why is this important? Because the picture that they posted along with this shows us shows a switch along with uh super nintendo controllers so 
Um, I don't know what that is that they're talking about. I think that maybe a GameCube controller might be something that they might make, or maybe an N64 controller. Um, we They already have an NES controller and a Super Nintendo controller, so those two are things that they might talk about, but they said three new products. Well, just because they said three new products doesn't mean that they all have to be Nintendo stuff. Anyway, I just thought I'd tack this on at the end because I hadn't started editing yet, so... There you go, now you know.